Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, October 9th. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Mailbox Monday, and it's my opportunity to address some questions that I get from listeners. If you have a question you would like addressed at the podcast, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. Please put podcast question in the subject line. That helps us to kind of go through and sort them out from all the other email. But today we're going to talk about a question from a listener who is struggling with a failure in her life and wanting to know how she can move on and experience forgiveness. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I really love it when uh, someone asks me a question like this, because I think we all struggle with, we all struggle, we all make mistakes, right? We all struggle with whether or not uh, we can get past or get through or get over or get around or whatever we want to call it, those mistakes that we make in life, particularly the ones that involve relationships. So I got a really honest and really sweet email from a listener who told me that she is exhausted, mentally exhausted and worn out, struggling to balance everything that ha- that we have to do as moms, which, hello, moment of silence for every single one of you that's trying to balance a million things right now. So this mom said she overworks and tends to overthink things, which I totally relate to. I wrote about that in Becoming Mom Strong a little bit, right? I am like Captain Anxiety, able to leap to the worst conclusion in a single bound. So I get you, girl. I'm with you. So here's her issue. She says, what and how do we know if God has forgiven us? Why do I feel like I have to keep asking for forgiveness years and years later for a mistake I made? It's like I haven't just asked once for forgiveness. I still feel guilty. I don't know how to move on. Does this make sense? So first of all, yes, it totally makes sense. And I want to just give you a little bit of love right now uh, for the girl who sent me this email, because I think we've all been there. It's kind of like, like the salvation uh, issue, right? So we we ask the Lord into our lives and we say, Lord, I'm going to make you the Lord of my life. And then we fall back into an old sin pattern or we, or we just sin, and then we we feel this weight of condemnation. And so it's pretty common for people, I think, to feel like even though they know God has forgiven us, pretty much what's happening, uh, dear mama, is that you're not forgiving yourself. So this really doesn't have anything to do with whether or not God has forgiven you. Because once God forgives you, he says he forgives you, that he doesn't even remember your sin anymore. Isn't that cool? He doesn't remember your sin anymore. The Bible says he separates it as far as the East is from the West. And so this feeling that you have, this frustration, this struggle that you're coming, that you're uh, experiencing right now isn't the Lord in your life. It's you having a hard time uh, forgiving yourself. And it can be a hard thing to grasp, I think, especially when we feel uh, weighted down by guilt, which is what I'm hearing you say in your email. But listen, if God has forgiven you, then you have every reason to forgive yourself too. Why? Because according to the Bible, you have been washed clean. God doesn't desire you to feel guilty about your sin for the rest of your life. God desires you to be set free. The Son of Man came, the Bible says, in order to set you free. So we're free from our past, free from our sin. I talked about this quite a bit in Becoming MomStrong, and this is the reason why uh, this particular question jumped out at me. Uh, Many of you who have read the book already uh, know my passion to just equip parents to say, listen, 
we got to get this thing. We got to get this thing together because this parenting thing, because there's an entire generation of kids literally hanging in the balance. And if the, and if the parents of this generation of kids is hung up and unable to move forward in their life because of guilt, because of a problem, a legitimate problem with sin, like we, we can't seem to wrestle free from the sin in our own life. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just talking about lordship, walking with Lord and believing that he will set us free, that he's going to help us have self-control. So we're not having too much wine with our dinner, right? He's going to help us uh, have the ability to be bold about our faith. That's the verse that's on the back of all the Becoming Mom Strong uh, t-shirts. That's the the verse of, that's the theme verse of Mom Strong International is 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we can be what? Very bold. And we, it's not that we're bold because uh, because of anything that we've done. We can be bold because of what Christ has done. And I want to just encourage you today, for those of you who have struggled with guilt, maybe you're just, you're thinking, I'm a, I'm a terrible mother. Listen, the Bible is full of people who struggled with their own sin. And remember, Romans 8 tells us that there is no condemnation from God. He has forgiven you. Romans 8, 1, you should write that down. Romans 8, 1. There is no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. God has forgiven you. And I love that God's word is just chock full of men and women, just like you and me, who have struggled with all sorts of things. I mean, really, if you get into it, and if we really start studying and looking at the Bible, we're gonna, you're going to read about prostitutes and murderers uh, and adulterers people who were extortionists. You're going to read about people who struggle with incest. You're also going to see what happened to a lot of those people (laughs) because God was like, not pleased. But you know who he was pleased with? David, which David kind of chief among the sinners. Well, Paul actually called himself the chief among sinners, but I, I, I think you pretty easily put David there. An adulterer, a liar, a murderer, Remember, he had Uriah killed. He sent him to the front lines. Why? Because he liked Bathsheba, because he was lusting after somebody else's wife. So why did God say that David was the apple of his eye? It's because when David recognized that he was either he had sinned or he was in a pattern of sinning, he went back to the Lord and said, Father, forgive me. And he took responsibility for his own stuff. And even the Apostle Paul, who I just said called himself the chief chief among sinners, uh, was somebody who was responsible before he knew the Lord for the horrible persecution of Christians before he himself encountered Jesus. And what did Jesus do in Acts 8? He forgave him. So here's the thing I want, I want you to, to kind of recognize at this point. It doesn't matter what you've done. Because God wants to forgive you and set you free. And you can't trust your feelings. A, uh, they're not dependable. You know, uh, most, of the, most of the people who listen to this podcast are women. So can we just have a moment of silence right now for our feelings not being dependable? Uh, some of us have gone through menopause. Moment of silence for that. It's, it's just not even really that fun. <laughs> and you can't trust your feelings. We can't trust our feelings. We have to walk instead 
by faith on what God says. This is why it's so important for you to, to know the word of God. Because we live in a culture that is literally dragging people around by opinion and emotion and feelings. And we dare not trust our feelings because our feelings don't lead us toward the truth. Typically, they lead us away from truth. Now, conviction is a different thing because we've talked about this a whole bunch of times on the podcast. I want you to, you know, you can Google Heidi St. John conviction versus condemnation. So I'm not going to go into that too much today. But I want to just encourage you, listen to the voice of conviction because the Holy Spirit, when we're sinning, when we're doing something we're not supposed to do, the Holy Spirit's going to, that gentle voice is going to come in there and say, whoa, 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 that's not pleasing to me. You're an ambassador. We are called to be ambassadors for Christ. And so we don't trust our feelings. We instead trust the Lord and we trust Jesus and what he's done for us by his death and substitutionary atonement, his resurrection from the dead. And because Jesus has has resurrected from the dead, guess what we can trust? We can trust his promises. And when God said, I forgive you, I separated your sin as far as the east is from the west, and I don't remember it anymore, you can take his word to the bank. So God's not up there going, man, remember that thing that you asked me forgiveness for? I thought about it last night, and I'm mad about it again. That's not the Lord. That would be the devil, who the Bible says is the accuser of the brethren. He he is the accuser. He's going to make you feel less than. He's going to frustrate you. He's going to try to drag you back into the swamp and out of the battlefield, and he wants to bench you. His whole goal is to bench you, and he can do it through guilt, right? Guilt, I mean, and mothers really, women are kind of guilt magnets. And this is something I think that can be, uh, we, you know, we can feel easily weighed down by our guilt. We can feel guilty over bad days. And I've said this before, bad days don't make bad moms. But I promise you, if you have children, you're going to have a bad day here and there. Your kids are going to drive you to the absolute brink of what you thought you could handle. You're going to say things, things are going to come out of your mouth that you're just going to be like, oh my word, I cannot believe I just said that. Particularly to these little people who I actually really love, right? Because we're human beings. But we don't, but if, but we don't be weighed down by guilt. That's not from the Lord. That's not him. That's not his spirit. If God has forgiven you, then you need to forgive yourself. You have every reason to forgive yourself because you've been washed clean by the blood of Jesus. So it's not, I, you know, we can talk, we all, I guess we could talk a lot about uh, whether or not it's wrong to feel guilty and whether or not, I just think you hang out in guilt forever and now that becomes sin too, because it's, it's kind of a form of unbelief. It's like we're saying we don't actually believe that God forgave us, even though he said he forgave us and he's asked us to walk in freedom. And when we come back to sin over and over and over again, it kind of turns into this self-perpetuating uh sorrow that's not really godly. So 2 Corinthians 7 verse 10 says that godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves, listen to this, no regret. But worldly sorrow, which is when you're sorry about the thing that you, you're sorry about the thing that you did, but really you're sorry because you got caught. That we always tell our kids, that would be worldly sorrow. You're not actually sorry that you did that thing. You're sorry that I caught you doing that thing. And that's worldly sorrow. And the Apostle Paul said that eventually that leads to death. I think that you can make a pretty good case for worldly sorrow being somebody who feels sorry for themselves and constantly gets pulled back into guilt. This is the person that's like, wah, wah, I can't do it. I failed again. Can you kind of hear the Eeyore, right? I failed again. 
Nothing that I ever do is going to make up for that one mistake that I made or that time that I did, you know, fill in the blank. I think the devil loves it when we're stuck like that. Because a stuck Christian is going to have a really hard time getting on the battlefield. And the enemy wants to bench you. So can I just encourage you? It sounds like you said, hey, Lord, I'm sorry, and please forgive me. And you repented from whatever it is that that thing was that you did all those years ago. But now you're worried that God either won't forgive you or hasn't forgiven you or won't accept you or that the forgiveness was temporary. And all three of those things are a lie. They're a lie from the enemy. You need to be assured that God's word is true. He forgives you. This is why he died. He forgives you no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. He washes you clean. And the Bible says that according according to the word of God, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus because Jesus died in your place. That's the miracle. That's the miracle. And we can have joy because of that. So, so get this. So the Bible says in, in the verse that we all know, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever, notice there's no qualifier in there, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I love the way God loves us. This verse says that God's love is so deep, so wide, so unending that he went so far as to not spare his own son. He sent his own son so that you could experience the power of forgiveness. Wow. I think that's pretty incredible. I think it's pretty incredible. The Bible teaches us that we are called to confess our sins to one another so that we can pray for each other and find healing. That's James 5, 16. And so I want to encourage you. Uh, First, walk in right relationship with the Lord. Rest in his forgiveness. Don't let the enemy uh, trip you up and cause you to sin further by living in a constant state of denying God's own forgiveness in your life. Which honestly, when you live in guilt and condemnation, that's what it is. So listen to the Holy Spirit. Walk in his joy. I always tell moms, turn your worry into worship. When you start, when the Lord starts, uh, or uh, rather when the enemy starts dragging that thing back into your mind, crank up the worship music and say, thank you, Jesus, that you've forgiven me from that sin, that you set me free from it, that you don't remember it anymore. Now, Father, could you help me not to remember it so I can walk in your joy and your freedom? Because that's who God is and that's what he has for you. He wants you to become more and more uh, like Jesus every day. Because God himself, once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God himself comes and dwells within you by his spirit. So he's with you every step you take. And he's going to help you. This is what I've said a hundred thousand times on the podcast. He's going to help you uh, walk in right relationship with him. In other words, he's going to help you not uh, walking in sin. He's going to help you by his Holy Spirit to understand the Bible. He's going to help you uh, live in and realize how forgiven you are and to live in that forgiveness. And I'm telling you what, as you grow and, and, and walk with God and experience his peace in his presence and it becomes more real to you, you won't be able to but help to shout it from the rooftops because that's what forgiven people do. They shout it from the rooftops. So I just want to encourage you. I, I appreciate your uh, your letter so much. And I know that there's a lot of other moms who are listening to this or a lot of other dads and parents who are listening to this who are just going, 
How can I know if God has forgiven me? You can know because his word assures you of your forgiveness. And we go back as Christians always to the authority of the word of God. We go back to the word. What does the Bible have to say about forgiveness? And the Bible says that once you ask for forgiveness, that God will not withhold it from you, that he gives you forgiveness. It's the same with wisdom. We ask for for wisdom. The Bible says in James that whoever asks God for wisdom, God will give it to him generously and without reproach. That's the God that we serve. He's incredible. So I hope that encourages you today. I'm almost out of time. I want to quickly remind you, we have a podcast sponsor, which we are thrilled about. Uh, This happens to be a company I've been working with for years and years and love and trust. I'm going to link back to them in the show notes today, an award-winning curriculum, fiveinarow.com. And these uh, these guys, I'm telling you what, uh, if you love reading to your kids, well, even if you don't, this is going to help you love reading from your kids because Jane Lambert has basically taken children's stories and she's made them. So you can take Mike Mulligan and his steam shovel and you can read that story to your child and all of a sudden you're pulling out art aspects of it and language aspects and history, just a book that you get from your library. It's inexpensive. It's totally doable. Even if you're not homeschooling, it's a great way to get into reading with your kids. And we all know the benefits of reading. You guys have heard me talk about my love for why my missionary stories. Jay and I have been reading to our kids forever. And it's a powerful, powerful way to A, build relationships with your kid, and B, teach them about the world around them. So check it out, fiveandroad.com. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out this past weekend uh, to hang out with me and my family in Charlotte, North Carolina for the Becoming MomStrong Conference. What an incredible, powerful, spirit-filled, awesome weekend we had watching people's lives get changed, watching people get forgiven, watching people get set free. That's the God that we serve. He's a miracle worker. And uh, I've seen him certainly do miracles in our own life. He's continuing to do a miracle in the life of my nephew, uh, Bobby, and he wants to do a miracle in your life. So whatever it is that you're struggling with today, can I just encourage you, give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Let your children see you walking mom strong. Let them see you walking in the strength that comes from knowing who you are in Christ and living out that calling in front of your children. By the way, if you guys haven't picked up your copy of Becoming MomStrong, please do that. Pick it up at your local bookseller. If they don't have it, call your bookstore and just say, hey, I'm looking for Becoming MomStrong by Heidi St. John. And I'm going to encourage you, encourage you, encourage you. Um, I am starting uh, really quickly uh, a MomStrong group of uh, women. We are we are going through Becoming MomStrong. I'll be doing that with a book club online, and I will link back to that page today. You guys are going to be going through Becoming MomStrong with me if you've purchased the book. And uh, if you want to become part of a MomStrong group, you're going to be finding those MomStrong leaders. They are all over the country. I've been working with them uh, for several months now, and they are all over the country, and they are ready to go through Becoming MomStrong with you. We're going to link back to those uh, women and their groups as we get that moving over at MomStrong International. So pray for us. We would love your prayers. We covet your prayers. We would appreciate your financial support as this ministry is listener uh, supported. So I thank you so much for listening. Thank you for leaving a review for the podcast over at iTunes. We love you guys and are praying for you as you teach your children what it means to walk with Jesus. I'm going to be coming back on Wednesday with my friend, Rebecca Hargraves. You guys are going to love, love, love her. She will be here with me on Wednesday and again on Friday, and we're going to be encouraging you uh, in 
just Rebecca's heart for moms. It's going to shine. So if you're interested in her, uh, check her out. You can Google Rebecca Hargraves and uh, then be encouraged because she's going to come here on Wednesday and give you all a shot in the arm. Appreciate you listening. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. Thank you.